Thank you everybody for tuning in and welcome. I am Michael Real and this is the Create One Podcast. And today we have special guest Killer Tech. Yeah. What's going on, Tech? You should have like a um, clap machine or something. That way it sounds like people are already You know what? Here. We're gonna we're gonna I'm improve. Just... We're gonna improve on the on the quality <laughs> and the production pretty soon. Um, thank you, Tech, for being here. This is oh, our man. third episode, and thank you for blessing us. You know, uh, I had to because I've seen the first two, and yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, it's time to spice it up. Time it's time to, spice, to it spice it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, if uh, a little tidbit, everybody who listens to the podcast, the intro music that we have is actually uh, one of Tech's songs, and he uh, graciously provided for yes. us. So thank you for that. Um, it's a wonderful song. Oh, yeah. um, also, another little tidbit. Uh, Killer Tech is actually my brother. So for everybody yeah, who real life brother, yeah, not so, just like no, that's my brother. No, that's, that's not. Brother. Yeah, that's my, that's my brother. You know, what's up, brother? No, no, this is actually my real <laughs> life blood brother. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't know that because they they know him before they knew me, and then so when they get to know me from like the music or whatever, they'd be like, Nah, Mike Real is your brother. Like Mike Real, Mike Real. Yeah, like the photographer. I'm like, Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people like they they start tripping out on that afterwards too. They're yeah. like, "Oh, what? Man, that's your brother?" Oh, yeah. Like you can even pass as my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, take um for a lot of people who don't know you, yeah. um, like I do, um, give us a little backstory on on who you are. Yeah. Well, for everybody who don't know, my name is Killer Tech. Uh, I'm an MC straight out of LA, underground hip hop. Um, I run with the crew. I don't know if y'all familiar from the east side of Los Angeles called East of the River Network, um, consists of homies Viva Mescal, Mad Max, shout out. Kiddo, shout out. Zay, shout out. Soul Providers, shout out. that's uh, Mighty Muds, and that's Vile, Vicious Vile I call him, and then we got Hollow Visions, shout out to he Hollow. was missing but now he's back, the missing piece, you know, and yeah. uh, we're we a solid bunch man, uh, if you don't if you're not familiar with underground hip hop and coming from LA or coming from anywhere else, um, when you tap into LA and you tap into the underground scene, you're definitely gonna hear the East of the River Network around town because um, we just been doing it, you know, from the ground up basically. Yeah. Everything that we've accomplished today is from the hard work that we put in day by day. Just, just loving the passion of music, you know, basically. Yeah. And everybody on the crew is on the crew for a reason. Yeah. You know, it's not just, okay, we like him because they look good or like, oh, he sang that one good song and so we're going to put him in. Nah. Yeah. It's because of everything that we do from beginning to end. That's why, uh, you know, we're a group and, and the people are in that group is, you know, yeah. because we do we do the work that's that's supposed to be done. I see. I've, I've, I've uh, seen the group in its infancy when the collective was very small yeah. and very young. And I got an opportunity to obviously be there in the beginning with you guys. And see you guys create this like harmonious, you know, collective that you guys are now today. Yeah. And it was good seeing that. Honestly, is it's really nice seeing you guys go from you know, like I said, it's infancy into now something that's mm -hmm. more mature, something that you guys are you know just continuously evolving. I mean, I I think that's kind of the key in hip hop. Mm -hmm. If if I could if I can interject in that. You got to evolve. You got yeah. to continue to do new things, push boundaries, because I mean, even for me, because I'm an artist, you know, I'm a photographer yeah. and, yeah, yeah. you know, and, I, and, and, you know, I do video as well. And I'm starting to get into the role of, of of calling myself an artist. I never called myself an artist, not until, you know, probably recently I started thinking of myself as an artist because of the things that I create. Yeah. Not only photography, not only video, but just in, in general, like this, the show create one podcast yeah it just it 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 takes a lot and people don't know that about artists it takes a lot for you to put something in its seed form mm -hmm. and watch it grow into yeah. this tree or this you know whatever you want to you want to reference to but it, it it takes a lot it's not overnight nothing's mm -hmm. overnight because Never. if that was the fucking case i would have success by now it's still nighttime like if, if it's overnight for us, it's still nighttime. Like, it hasn't gone to the next morning yet. Yeah. We're still working. We're still grinding. That's what that means, is that we're not going to stop until we see that sunlight, until we figure, like, oh, we woke up now, and now we finally did it. You know what I mean? We're still doing that. And it's not just doing it. It's loving each step of doing it. Yeah. You know? It's always loving the process of it. You know what I mean? It's that mamba mentality. 
You know, what shout I mean? out, shout out, shout to, Kobe. out to Kobe. Um, but that's what it is. That's what it is. It's just loving every step of the moment and appreciating everything that's been given to you because everything's not promised. No, nothing know? is. Nothing is. I think we know that best. Yeah, of course. I think we know? do, especially growing up. Yeah. I think we've noticed that you know, like we take everything one second at a time, but we know that if we make it to the next day, obviously that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. I think we we grew up in a very um, unusual household, crazy uh, unusual story I mean, that we lot, have. Yeah, if you grew up in LA, um, you know, just on the the crazy side of town, you already know how people can be and how yeah. you know. So. Just growing up in that mentality, just you got always you always had to um, guard yourself. You always had to be up one out of everybody. You know, always look out your surroundings. Yeah. You know, but um, that's what made us us. You know, that's what made us. No, yeah, us uh, definitely, definitely. Tell us about your introduction to music. Well, uh, or uh, hip hop. Well, actually, no, no. Take us to the introduction into music. For for you, and then the evolution on how you got to hip hop. I mean, it all started um, just growing up listening to to things that my my parents listened to. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad always listening to oldies and um, you know, to funk, and then you know, um, started listening to the '90s to rap. Like my parents brought me into the music world. Yeah. You know, uh, I never was drawn into it on my own. Like it was played around the house constantly. Uh, my family always threw parties, so we always listened to, you know, from funk to, to oldies to, um, yeah. you know, whatever old school music it was. And um, I just I just got adapted to it and always it was just like a second nature of just hearing it, understanding it, the rhythms and all that. And it, it was just to me, even even dancing as a little as a little kid, you know, just dancing to the to the rhythm, like not knowing how to dance first off, but just listening to it and just let it take over. You know, um, I guess that what that's what like made me feel like like damn this is a this is a powerful thing yeah it can make you do something that you don't know what you're doing like yeah. i wasn't know i was dancing and then the, you know the music kept going i'm like oh shit and i think i think a time that i can think of is like a lot of the the backyard yeah a lot of backyard boogies that, backyard that boogies, we had yeah and all you know all the parents drinking in the back you know yeah. all the kids playing with, with you know all the cousins everybody we're all hanging out i think it's you know to dive deep into to like what you were saying right now you know for our parents it didn't honestly come across them the influence that that type of music was gonna have yeah. years down the line for us, and it's it's crazy to think about now because you know they would play it that was their party music that mm, was their house was, music yeah. you know that's something that they were chilling to kicking back to, but for us you know especially for you um, you know sampling has became one of like you know the mm-hmm. cornerstones of hip hop and like to sample something that is from a different time period yeah you know. And a lot of these sounds that we listen to, like Funkadelic and all that stuff from our parents and, and a lot of 80s music and stuff like that, it got transferred into, obviously, when the form of hip-hop in the 90s and then when, you know, you were able to start to comprehend the hip-hop and the genre. Yeah. And you started using a lot of these samples and stuff like that because you can, you can hear it and you can see it in, in your music. And, yeah, like... Yeah, and a lot of my music, I love to, like, to use old, like... To sample sounds like the old school music that's just that's just what i was you know adapted to and that's what i'm accustomed to and that's what makes i guess you could say i make music that that i'm gonna like that i'm gonna drive to and listen to when when i'm driving down like to vegas or some or typical you know, la cat go down the beach <laughs> or something you know i'm always I, I wanted something you know that like you said that i created because as an artist you know you want to like have something something building inside you in your mind and you just want to let it out yeah you know, and with music, I felt like that was the best way I could do it. I mean, because I can't draw, you know, I can't paint a picture, you know, if my life depended on it. But I know rhythm. I know how sounds are supposed to be. Like, I know what sounds good. I mean, there's lots of sound of music, yeah. you know, in genre. And I'm not just one person of hip-hop. I love all types of music. Like, all types of music influences me. Yeah. You know, and, like, every little thing that, you know, music does... It inspires, it makes you powerful, it makes you think, it makes you change the way you want to be. You know, it makes you um, hate, it makes you love. That's, that's, I feel like with that power, you can do anything. And when I see live performances, when people just melt, when they see their favorite artists and like they're right in front of them and yeah. then when they just touch them and they just like pass over, like that kind of power is something that a lot of people want 
but don't know how to like control it or to, to even put it in something. Yeah. You know, and music help, you know, that's, that's the kind of passion that, that I was looking for. Something that's powerful, that can change lives, that can even like influence people, can really get it. And with music, like I seen that and I was like, yo, that's something that I was really wanted to do. Cause I love sports. First yeah, of all, I I, before, <laughs> before music, I was like, I'm a sports guy. Yeah. You know, I love football, basketball, baseball. First, the first uh, sport I was playing was was baseball. Yeah. Um, and I, and then after that, then I became a football fan. So before music, sports was my thing, man. Like I, I wanted to be, in, I wanted to be in football. I wanted to be a quarterback. I'm like, you know, I big remember. dream. Yeah, I remember. You know what I mean? And um, but music, man. Like uh, I had older cousins, sick family tree. Um, um, Six Sage, shout out to Six Sage. You know what I mean? Brimstone Beast, shout out Teresa to G. Yeah, yeah. Shout out you know to our cousins. Um, when they started rapping, and I was like maybe eleven, twelve, maybe thirteen at the time. Do you remember when they put us in the music video? Yeah. <laughs> I was, what, 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 how old like I was like maybe fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, that was Liquor Dreams. I Ticking. That. Okay, so the thing was, if y'all look it up, Liquor Dreams by Sick Family Tree on YouTube. Look that up. You are gonna catch me, a young killer, and a young Mike Real. Now. You're going to see us taking shots, right? The Behind the story is we're supposed to be taking real shots, but since we were younger and we'd be like, okay, we needed like shot after shot after <laughs> shot. Not like drinking shot, but like, you know, try to film it shot. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, we need like two more takes. So they're like, yeah, we're drinking too much. Let's just put water in this motherfucker. Like, so we started drinking water. Um, <laughs> we're already drunk by then. Though. By that time, water wasn't, I didn't even feel like it was like, I thought I was still drinking fucking the you know the liquor, but um, dude, that that night was just a blur. After that, yeah, I, it was I a just, blur. I just did not know. I did not remember. So yeah, but that, it was. I mean, check that it, check that video out. You'll see what the fuck we're talking about. If like, you if you know, you know. That shit is crazy. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Well, going going back to the music, um, you have a style. You have a different style than anybody else, um in 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 your collective than in my opinion mm. it's a little bit more raw it's a little bit more rugged it's a little bit more um uncut in a in a in a sense i think right. that's because of how you grew up mm. and yeah I, I, it, it, like it, can you explain it in a, a little bit I because it, like it's it's different what she just said right now kind of like put it into perspective for me just right now yeah like when you said how i Growing up, you know, life was crazy. It was wild. The same way that 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 I rap, yeah. the way that I, that my flow is, it, it's 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 a lot. It's it's rapid. It's it's fire. It's like it's it's aggressive. Yeah, it's a lot of like anger. It's a lot of passion. Basically, how I felt like I grew up, you know, like with a lot of stuff that it's that was in my life. I felt like I I transferred into the way I rap, into my rhythm, into the way that I put down words, and I think that distinctly like separates me from everybody else because people you can rap and you can listen to the cadence of other rappers and you can follow that cadence and you can keep you know do the same rhythm and da 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 you know but if you really really put your soul into into the way you rap not just the verse but the way you deliver something the way you say something the way you say this word loud and make this word long like it's gonna it that that's what's gonna like make you different than anybody else, yeah, and that's the way. You're gonna propel. Yeah, you're gonna propel because your style is so different, and it's not what people are hearing nowadays, you know. And it's like, dang, like, where have I heard this style from? Yeah. And it, it's about, and a lot of people have it in them. It's it's just, you know, your passion. I mean, I can't tell you where I've heard the style from, but I can tell you everybody who <laughs> who this guy was influenced by a lot. We listened to a lot of mixture of things, and it was crazy because. I mean, we listened to like a bunch of shit because we had a time frame of growing up in the 90s. That was like our childhood growing up in the 2000, which was our teenage years. And then growing up into, you know, the, the 2010s. Um, and a lot of stuff that we listened to was probably like, um, I don't know. We listened to a lot of Bone Thugs. We listened to a lot of Pac, obviously. But we also listened to a lot of like. Well, for me, anyways, because I knew I I remember you were heavily into a lot of the West Coast artists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially Pac. I mean, I remember oh, yeah, you. Man, having, I was a big I was a big two part. I remember. Like, I, I had from from T shirts to posters to CDs to basically anything with Tupac on it. Um, 
I needed to have because I was that big of a Tupac fan. Yeah. Um, and I felt like Tupac was real because he, he spoke about real shit. He spoke about things that people were scared to say, you know, just well, like N- just like how N.W.A. Was, was, you know, that's how I, I like I felt like speak was real and not what other people are like. Yeah. Wanting to say or wanting to hear. I think that was a big influence on you, you know, and In, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, we grew up with a lot of other alternative shit. I mean, I remember we were, uh, remember when G-Unit came out? Remember I had that? the G-Unit shoes. Remember the G-Unit shoes, the had Reeboks? The, man, I had the hat to match. I think you got the Hurricanes, remember? And the Hurricanes. Yeah, when the games When the game out. separated from them. Yeah. Uh, G-Unit, I had the Hurricanes. Remember the G-Unit? Yeah. The G-Unit, I even had the G-Unit shirts. Got two at the swap meet. It's a two for ten sales. So and see, that's swap. when we were buying CDs back then. Yeah, that's when we're really copying to all because obviously I think there's no digital downloads I mean, back what then. What was your last CD that you bought? What was the and last? Can CD? you remember that? I mean, can yeah, I remember the last CD? The last CD that yeah, you yeah, bought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last CD that I bought was probably last year around around this time maybe, and it was Run the Jewels, what Killer Mike and LP. Okay. And I, because I, 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 I'm a really big fan of Run the Jewels because I I think their style is pretty dope. But that was probably the last CD that I purchased because it was at Best Buy. Um, because uh, my car is kind of old school. We only we, we, we can only take CDs in the car at the moment. But, uh, yeah, so that was that was probably the last one that I bought. So what about you? That, well, that was like how long ago? Like? That was about a year, year ago. Oh, year okay. ago, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. Uh, no, I'm lying. I think it was maybe three, four years ago. What was it? Um, DJ Quick. It was uh, Which one? his, uh, was it the Rhythm, uh, the first one he came out with? No, 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 um, no not, not the first one. It has a uh, rhythm in it. Sorry, I'm not going to butcher what DJ Quick I'm not album gonna, see, I'm, because, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking it up for, you know what I mean? For him, not, but I mean, there's so many, there's so many fucking albums out there. It's on the tip of my tongue, but yeah. it's, um, what, yeah. What was your favorite album that you purchased? Um, I can tell you right off the back of mine. Well, I, I mean, I had, I had Tupac's Greatest Hits. Um, but the, but that was that was the the the, the definite favorite no, no, no. of the of the uh, albums. Not not okay. How about this? How about this? How about this? Not the albums that you purchased. Let's surpass the stuff mm-hmm. that we purchased. What was your favorite album to date? Like, what's your favorite album to date? Front to back. Yes, that's a tough one. Um, that's not for me. I'll tell you right now, you guys. The Pimple Butterfly. Pimple Butterfly. That's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite albums because I can listen to that from front to back. And then second will probably be Good Kid, Mad City. That's also another good one. A third one that I can listen from front to back would probably be All Sixes and Sevens by Tech Nine. Okay. Uh, you took my answer. Uh, well, one of my answers. I would I would pick All Sixes and Sevens um, because I think that album was just some of Tech Nine's best work. Yeah, I remember when that shit uh, came I out. I mean, like, That's the way he would, the way he would, I don't know. It's just some shit. I've been a tech nine fans since um not gonna lie like what mid 2000s early early 2000 2005 2006 that was that was that was when he was still underground Mm. and he was still doing his face paint yeah yeah Yeah. and um out of all the work i still i I go back to sixes and sevens and just bump it from front to back because that album was just to me inspired me a lot to even change up the way that i would rap or you know um, not to say that I wanted to sound like him, but it's just like, yo, he gave me a different perspective on how to, how to, to really change up style. Yeah, you know what I mean, and the way you can do it, and and how many times you can do it in one verse, is just crazy the way he did it. Another one I would say is um, a new one, Oxymoron, Schoolboy oh, Q. Schoolboy Q, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I could listen to that because it, it's what I grew up on, West Coast. Um, but now I'm getting into the new, you know, the new sound. But it, it still has that West Coast, that rawness, that that aggressive, that that I like to get into. You know what I mean? And for me personally, that's why I li- I like that album. And uh, let's let's circle back to to West Coast hip hop. Um, a lot of the stuff that probably I listen to and it's probably like frequent. And I don't know if this is the same for you, but I listen to like the TDE camp a lot. Oh yeah. Like if it's not if it's not like some of your shit or some of your your guys's collective stuff, mm-hmm. you know we're talking like uh, you know major mainstream artists. It's a lot of of their shit. Yeah, it's it's uh, Schoolboy. It's obviously Kendrick, but it's like J Rock, Absol. Yeah. I like J Rock's last album, um, that uh, Redemption album. I think it oh, is. Redemption. Yeah, 
That that shit had bangers, dude. Man. That song "Win" with uh, featuring Kendrick. That's that was my <laughs> shit, man. I, I would play that in the morning. This is when um, this is when um, uh, Christina was pregnant, and I would just play it in the morning because uh-huh. I was like, man, this is, my anthem. This, yeah. this, this is my anthem. This is my anthem because I already knew win, the baby. Win, win, I, yeah, win. even when the baby was born. I would play that yeah. for her when she was like, <laughs> like, but like two, three months old. And but anyways, that that album was was a really good. I mean, that's driving music right there. Yeah, too. yeah. That's something you can bump because it has like a lot of like slow tracks, but the way that J Rock does it, he does it with like this. Um, I don't know the style where it's just like laid back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gangster because he comes from the projects. Yeah. He comes from the hood. Uh, but it's he's not afraid to take it back with that slow type of you know the the, the low frequency vibes yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of whatever the instrumental is, and then obviously he can bring it back up with that track like wind. That's yeah. just raw That's just pounding, like, boom, boom, boom. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of these West Coast artists influenced us. Yeah, especially like the way we do things or the way we um. We carry ourselves. I mean, I think that's just the vibe out here in the West Coast. Yeah, I mean, I've met a lot. I mean, I mean, you probably could attest to this because you recently, you know, uh, traveled mm-hmm. to a different country when you guys were performing out there. Right. Tell us about that. Like, where did you guys go? Yeah. So um, it was last year. Uh, it was in uh, June, I believe. And um, it was a thing called New School Rules, which takes place in uh, the Netherlands. And... Um, in Rotterdam, and we had the privilege, me and my crew, we all flew, it was about 11 of us. We all flew, we went to, uh, first we, we flew into Paris, which was absolutely a movie, because uh, once you step out of Paris, like the floors just, um, the floors are brick, basically. It's old fashioned construction out there, like, this shit is like untouched. Everything that you see out there is old, and if it if it's it needs, old, <laughs> no, no, I mean like it, like people really take care of their shit. And if it's yeah, something's cracked or whatever, you see somebody like they they don't have machines out there. They're doing it by hand. They're getting the fucking bricks, putting concrete and I mean you know the cement, and the whole thing is like a movie. Like if you go to Universal's in the back lots, that's how it is. It's it's fucking phenomenal. It's very old world. Yeah, yeah. So we uh we went into Paris. Then we uh, did the Rotterdam, and then we went into Amsterdam, did a couple nights there, a couple shows out there, and then flew back to Paris, did a couple shows in there, and then we flew back. So um, the thing that we went to was a conference called New School Rules, which gives people from all around the world a platform in Europe um, to be heard. And people from, you know, like, people like that I grew up with, yeah. where I grew up at in L.A., you can't imagine going to, to Paris. I'm like, dude, I'm in fucking Paris. It was yeah, sometimes yeah. I had to pinch myself just to be like, yo, am I dreaming right now? But that's what music brought me to. You know what I mean? And that's what music did. And I was like, this shit is this shit is something. I didn't believe my I didn't couldn't believe I I can get out there yeah. as fast as I did. It was a it was a one of those awe moments. It was just I mean, and I had they they called me back to to go this year. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna go this year. I really want to, so you know, if God plays, the, you know, gives me the the strength to yeah. do it. Then Timing I'm, I'm is everything. Go. Timing is everything. You know what I mean? But um, I had a dope ass experience. I, I met a lot of people. I met a lot of producers. Met a lot of people outside um, the country. You know, so they know my name, and it, it's crazy how you know. Um, and they love underground music. I can. I can. They I can love imagine. underground music, like I, especially because a lot of cats who start touring from the states. I know, like I see, like a lot of them have tour dates in like Europe and stuff yeah. like that. What was the main differences that you seen between Europe's hip hop scene and the States? They treat it they treat us like we're uh mainstream stars. What's the differences? And it blows my mind because not only not not because of, of you know where we're coming from, we're coming from the States. So like that's a that's a plus like, oh you know, from the States. But just to have a, a, a sound that that they grew up on because a lot of people out there just grew up on 90s stuff and like they go on to the the, the now stuff but they like that new york raw rugged sound that that yeah. hip-hop you know in the 90s was you know and when they hear that coming back they're like this is what this is what we grew up on and i guess that's why they they love us so much because of that you know of that yeah they just like that raw they like that hip-hop. raw shit and i think and that's the crazy thing about it too i think 
I mean, I guess when it comes to the music and hip hop, I don't want to say that they're behind, um, but I guess they come, they 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 grown accustomed to this certain sound. I think, and I can, it's probably safe to say, like, it's that boom bap sound yeah. in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 that you know that real you know like mid 90s right. early 2000s type feel that still goes on today oh yeah but course. i mean it was really big back in then i mean like what like um to tribe called quest um who else uh the far side, far side. you know people <clears throat> like that you know like it they like that type of stuff they yeah. like the lyricism yeah lyrics and, and that's lyrics when, lyrics matter when you get yeah out there they give a fuck about lyrics and that's a lot of reasons why a lot of people from the states, like artists, they like to go out there because whatever they're saying is going to be heard, and people are going to know of them of what because of of their lyrics because of if they're lyrical, or you know not because you got a dope beat or you know you just look yeah. like somebody, but you got that you got that skill you got that talent and that's what they appreciate, and the amount of love that we got out there, I mean, I couldn't even I couldn't even like ask for that yeah and we and we got so much man and it was it was just like an eye-opening thing right it was an eye-opening thing and to be honest like i'm really thinking about you know make making some tour dates trying to get that trying to get that going because you know that's the move that really is the move you know just just getting out there you know so how is it how is it balancing what you do as an artist and obviously, like full time life. How how is yeah. it? I mean, it's, it's tough. If if anybody knows when you're an underground artist, or if if you're up and coming by yourself, even like a comedian, you know, yeah. what I mean, and and they're they're doing it on their own, like little things. You, like you you're gonna appreciate everything that that you do, the little stuff when you put you know putting out flyers for a show. You you're posting this. You're promoting that. Everything you do, you're gonna take pride in. Yeah, and that's what's gonna make you, you know, grow your 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 fan base, your business bigger, your brand, your, your brand bigger, you know. And with that, it's like with with the tools that we have now, social media and all that, it's so much easier to do it on your own. Yeah, you know, you can put out your own music, you can put it out whenever you want, you know, and how, however you want, and people are gonna eat it up. People the way you, you know, because you're putting your life, your passion into it, and I feel like people do not have excuses not to do it. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? We have a lot of these tools at our disposal. You can't, you, yeah, you don't have excuses. Like, you, you're going to find time. Um, you're going to find time. If you really want to, you're going to find time. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what, I kind of touched upon that um, uh, with the last, not the last episode, the first episode would imagine. Um, yeah, there's there's no real excuse, to be honest. There's everything's at your disposal. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine thinking about what distribution was like. I mean, you can you can honestly find a site that distributes your music. Obviously, you want to read into the fine print, but everything is kind of accessible now, how to yeah. distribute stuff, getting your stuff to. It's so easy, man. It's so easy to get your stuff onto fucking Spotify, to iTunes now. You yeah. Know? It's, it's at your fingertips, and that's the great thing about the fucking internet and the great thing about all these platforms. You know, if you want to make something and if you want to put it out and you have a product and you have a brand, you can do it. I mean, just go out and buy like a $400 camera or like a $300 camera, make some videos, yeah. pop them up on YouTube. And if you want to do a cooking show and then boom, just start a brand. Yeah. yeah. No matter what it is, I think no matter what the platform is, no matter what the, the, the artistic medium is, you have the tools, the tools. I mean, you have this. Yeah. You know, yeah. and a cell phone is going to do you do you justice. But... You can even shoot videos on the new iPhone. The iPhone's gonna look like a. They're you know, better. They're better than the cameras that we have in studio. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, and I, that's that's technology. It's, yeah. it's pushing farther to be more user friendly and accessible everywhere now. Yeah. So, like, I mean, well, sorry to interrupt, but the question you're asking, um, it's it's it is challenging to balance, you know, music life and yeah. personal life because. You know, you're gonna need to put food on the table. You're gonna need something to, you know, to yeah. to have something to come in because you can't, you know, have like get studio time and not, you know, you 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 need something to 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 feel this passion that you have, you know, and so that's when life comes in. So, the, you know, the way the you know the <laughs> no, way the way yeah. you're gonna have to do it is, is is have a team, have a support system, 
that's just that's just the only way it's gonna work. Yeah, it's the only way it's gonna work. Is if you have a support system and a team that's gonna that has the same passion, that's gonna have the same vision, and it's and it's gonna know that the the downs are gonna be really down, but the ups are gonna be really up, and the, the reward from everything that's gone through is gonna be it's gonna be worth it. Yeah, it's gonna be worth it at the end. Really worth it, and and you can see it through like people who are just on YouTube, YouTube stars, you know, TikTok stars, whatever, like they're they're just doing it. They're just doing it. You know me, and and people are liking it, and they're growing. They're growing. I think that's the step that a lot of people need to take. Is um, sometimes you just need to just just pull the trigger on things. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a lot of the stuff that that I hear now. It's like, you know, you you want to make great content, but if you're so focused on making great content and being you know really anal about how you make it, and you're not putting out content, somebody mm-hmm. who's already putting it out without really looking at it or without really seeing it yeah. for what it is, that person's ahead of you. That person's ahead of the game. Because I think like I said something, if you're not if you're not putting out at least content, you know, every week or every right. two weeks, you know, you're falling behind and somebody else is winning in your 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 craft. Yeah. And it's the same thing with anything. Like if I'm not gonna be putting out these episodes, somebody some other podcast some, is gonna yeah, be doing it. Putting you know? out you know, but then then you got to start thinking about like, this is what I want to do. Where's my longevity and use all these tools at your disposal. Yeah. And, and I think that's great to 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 just see. I mean, you know, you got to do it. And, and like what I, what I tell people is when they're thinking about doing something, but they're not fully like sure, sure about it. I tell them this. Look. Just just do it. Go into it. Go into it. Just do it. Like just Nike, blackout, <laughs> blackout, and go into it. Yeah, you're gonna wake up like, oh shit, I'm doing it already. Like the fuck, and it's not gonna feel any different than what you were doing before. Before thinking about it, yeah. Even like when you're in it, you're gonna be like, yo, you're gonna feel even closer to your goal if you start it. Like it, let's say you got a paper run. All right, you're like, ah, should I do it? Should I not? Once you go to the first house and just live, deliver that first paper, the rest you're gonna be like. All right, cool. And go to the next one. Oh, he was nice. Cool. cool. And then you're, just, you're gonna feel. You're gonna feel in. You're yeah. gonna. You're gonna feel it. And by the time you know it, you're. You know, you're already down like six blocks. Already collecting like everybody. You know, it's the leap of faith. And you it, just it's, it's do, just huh? do it. Just just go into. Just go into it. Blackout. Do it. And trust me, you're just. It's. It's not gonna feel any different. You're gonna even feel more yeah. better about yourself. I think that's the quote of the podcast. Just do it. Just do it. I Nike, mean, cut them checks. Cut them checks. You know what I mean. Waiting, waiting for those new shoes. Shit, for real. <laughs> uh, um, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yeah, so going. Let's, let's let's move on a little bit. Um, I wanna I wanna get your perspective on somebody who grew up in the mid, uh, in the midst of of, of Los Angeles because we grew up mm-hmm. uh, in Echo Park. And that's kind of like the epicenter of just basically where the city's at, in a sense. Yeah. Um, we're like five minutes away from downtown, you know, 10 minutes away from Hollywood, yep. you know, five minutes away from Chinatown, 10 minutes away from East L.A., 20 like, minutes away from South Central. Yep. Like we were at the epicenter. How was that? How was growing up in that environment? Um, how did it, I guess, mold you into like you know, the person you are, not only that, but just the artist that you are? Well, I can say that um, I grew up in a unique environment. Um, Not a lot of people can say that you can wake up one day and see movie sets outside or movie trailers in front of your house. You can see movie stars walking in front of your yard, just going to their trailer, eating something. Like, growing up around that makes you want to do something. Yeah. It does not make you want to just sit in home or sit at home and, yeah. and just play video games. It makes you want to go out and create something. And just being around where I grew up made me, okay, that hungry. Yeah. Because I see, like, there's always um, outside. There's always, like, like uh, notifications. Hey, there's going to be filming on this. Yeah, block. I remember that. This, So they're going to be filming this. And I'm like, oh, cool. So I, I always look forward to when they're going to film. Like, all right, cool, cool, when they're filming so I can go watch and see how they create. And a lot, a lot of people can say that they can just go outside of their house and walk into a movie set. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it, it's unheard of. Um, but just being around that, being around as close as I was, it gives you a lot of knowledge, too. It gives you a lot of uh, perspective on, on 
different how different Los Angeles, how diverse Los Angeles is. Yeah, it's super diverse. You know what I mean? You can go to one side and be in Chinatown, little Tokyo, and then go to little Ar- Armenia. You know what I mean? And um, little Ethiopia. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can go shout out to little Ethiopia. You know what I mean? You can go anywhere. Like you can basically go around the world in this city. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. And that's that's why I love. I think my that's st- why a lot of people are attracted to coming to LA. Yeah, it is. I mean, and, and the weather. I mean, come on, it speaks for itself. I think that's the main reason a lot of people come to LA because it's the weather. Well, I mean, I already know why I'm here, because I like to smoke that. You know, you like to smoke that. But you know, is it that, legal? Yeah, it's legal, right? Yeah. It is legal. Yeah, well, to legal. an extent. Well, if you're growing like a big ass farm, then I don't know. Maybe that's a different story. But I mean, yeah. but we smoke. It well, I smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, now now it's a it's a. Um, it's just it's, it's just, a it's, it's a, a different it's, it's a, a different market now. No. Oh man, I mean, not, but it's a market. not not from not from getting your 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 uh your little nicks and dimes from the from the from the from the corner homeboy. That's <laughs> from the homie down the street. The homie down the street. There's not gonna be no sticks in this. One. Man, I remember that shit. I remember walking down in San Bernardino, going down fucking with Waterman trying to get a snick sack. <laughs> man, it was, it was it's crazy in the heat. Long I bet. long long way coming, but um. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like growing up in L.A., man. You got everything to your disposal. Um, when you want to, like, shoot a video, you got back sets, scenes. You get you can go to, to an alley, and it's going to be like a, like, a, like a movie set. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why a lot of people like to come here. It's a lot of opportunity. Like, you, you can't come here and think, okay, I might not get that. Because it's yeah. everywhere. It's everywhere. You, you just got to know it. You gotta know, but then that's that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing because you got so much, so many people in here doing the same thing, and it's like, okay, what are you gonna do to, you know, it gets saturated. Yeah, be outside of of that zone and trying to separate yourself and become, you know. But that said, do you try to stand out? How do how do you try to stand out? Do you see yourself as as another artist, do you see yourself as a brand, a business? I mean, you kind of, kind of have to think about yeah, yeah, seeing yourself mm-hmm. as that way because in the end, you know, this is what just you're you're the product yeah. because you're the artist, the product, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, that's I, that's exactly how you have to think. That's the way that that I I see myself. What I do, um, the way I rap, the way I, I perform. I think my performances. I want to, you know, I want to have people know me of the way I am by my performance. Like they're yeah. going to know a lot of who I am if they go see me live. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um I think you you should you should just just dig into things that you just don't like you're not familiar with. Yeah, like and that's, me, and, like me in this podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, like if if you're not comfortable with it, then that's exactly what you have to do. Yeah, you got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to get out of your comfort zone all the time. And then that's what I do. So I, I dip into things that, that normally I wouldn't do. Where mm-hmm. I, or I told myself I would never do that. But I put my spin on it. Got it. I put my spin on it and to see what comes out of that. And a lot of the times I'm fucking with it because I'm like, yo, that shit sounded like that. But when I said this on the end of this, I was like, yo. That you start saying. You start seeing the magic happen. And I start seeing the magic. And I, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's you know, that's... That's how you're supposed to do it nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about um, speaking about comfort zones and magic, um, the last project that you put out, um, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was what was that, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, undefeated season. I put it out. Um, By the way, I'm the one who took uh, the cover photo for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, see, you see that? <laughs> um, but that one was pretty much inspired just of me trying to like let people know that hey that you're here that i'm here if you don't know who i am or haven't heard from me okay this is this is a little wake-up call yeah um but ever since then i really haven't i haven't i didn't think about putting another project out i was really more of putting singles out and um you know here and there just collabs basically do do you have the itch to, to to put out a project since it's been so long yeah, I do. I mean, um, do you I'm, give yourself I'm, a time frame, or it's just see that's the, that's that's when the it thing. happens. So that's the thing. That's that's the difference between the first. I mean, my first project I, I took out, and then why I haven't done it now. Um, that you know, don't get me wrong. Undefeated season, 
was a dope ass project like because of all the work that's went into it and all the hard work that you know that i've done to to put that together yeah um i appreciate it like i said earlier you got to appreciate the process um so that part of it like i enjoy doing um i just felt like i rushed it yeah i felt like i rushed it um i didn't take the time that i felt like i needed to to make it as great as i that thought you, it could have been. yeah i thought you okay. you know what i mean and uh so that's that's what i'm doing now you're taking the time i'm taking that time uh, it might be a, it might be a while um but I'm not keeping quiet. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, time, yeah. You're you making know. you're you're still making your rounds and you're still making yeah, you noise know what I mean? within within. I think that's the the great thing about being in your guys' collective. Yeah. Is that you know you guys kind of bounce off of each other in a sense where, you know, one of you guys have a show, you guys all support and yeah. things like that. If you guys can, um, mm-hmm. and that's what I've obviously been seeing. So that's a great thing, and that makes you yeah you know continuously to not be stagnant and be, you know, relevant still within yeah. the hip hop scene, which yeah. is a great thing. Yeah. And you got what, like eight, nine other dope ass artists. You know, you got to be on that level as they are. Yeah. You can't slack. There's no room for slacking. Yeah. There's like, you know, you got to be on top of your game yeah. at all times. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about being in, in this crew because everybody puts out their best shit. And when they hear somebody's like verse, like, oh, fuck. And you see them go and rewrite it, and then they come back with what they rewrote. Something else. And then you're like, damn. And it makes you want to go rewrite it because that because of, of how competitive and how, like, we want to be the best. You know me, And everybody has that fire in them. And that's why we get along so well. And I think that's why we bounce off each other, like, the way we do. That's good. You know what I mean? So I mean, if because if you guys don't, then, I mean, obviously there's not going to be any yeah. type, and of, and, and, type I mean, of connection or formula to make fucking great music. Exactly. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, speaking about music, let's go back to that. What's one track that stands out from you that you've produced, um, that you were just like, this is it. This is, this is something that I know will stand out because it's something that I put a lot of work into. Um, I mean, there's, there's just one song. I mean, it's out right now. It's called, um, Strange. Oh yeah, it, it's a yeah. It, you can catch it on YouTube. It's a it's a track that the first time I heard the beat, I started thinking of. Um, I was actually going through some shit in my life, and I felt like I wanted to quit rap. Yeah, I wanted to quit. Um, and basically, that's what that song is about. About me, just like you know what, I don't want to do this no more, because it, it wasn't there. Something in me just, just, you know, yeah, made it disappear. And I was really in the fence of just like telling the crew, hey. You know what? I'm I'm good. I'm I'm not gonna make music anymore. I mean, you know, and I wasn't be out the group. But like I said, my crew is a passionate bunch. They did not let me leave this. Yeah. They did not let me leave it. They said, "Take your time. Do what you got to do." But I know you're gonna be back. And when I was back, that's when I wrote that song. When I felt like, you know what? Whatever I was going through, it, it hit, it went, and it, and it passed. And they were right. And and if I didn't listen to them and I just went on and quit it, I probably would have hit myself. Yeah. I probably would have, like, okay, like, yeah, you fucked up. This is not what you wanted, you know? And so um, with that song, it's a personal song because it was, it was something that I really was thinking about. Yeah. And it's a drastic theme because, like, you they're like, you can't quit. You're fucking killer tech. You can't fucking quit. You can't quit. You, like, we've, we need you in this fucking yeah. shit. You know, the game needs you in this shit. Because there's not a person like you coming up from the underground that's going to be like you. I feel like you got to tell yourself that. And I you mean, have to, yeah. you know, and that's what I wasn't telling myself. You got to pump of. yourself up. And I wasn't, you know what I mean? And then. Because I'll get, in, I'll get into my, my, my moods that like, fuck, man, maybe, maybe I shouldn't do this or maybe. Mm-hmm. It was just too much and stuff like that. But then I started thinking about, like, at the end of the day, I'm an artist, and if I don't create, it's going to fuck myself up even more because I'm not creating. Yeah. And I think you can attest to that. If you're not putting something out, if you're not being creative, yeah. you're not, you know, you feel some type of way, some type of, like, weight that's on your chest. It's, yeah, it's like and, exercising. You don't work out, and you're going to eventually not have any muscles around. Yeah. You know, you're going to... Um, so, I mean, it's a great song. So if any everybody who's listening actually go go listen to that song. 
um it's 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 really amazing especially the beat the yeah. beat, beat is fucking awesome um shout out to chuck taylor chuck taylor man he did that beat um i didn't think he was gonna make it i gave it them i gave him the i was like yo i want i was listening to doors i'm a big doors fan yeah you know what i mean and i was like if you, can do, if you can if you can do something with that that song it, yeah yeah and so i didn't hear from him for about a few months and then I <laughs> just you know a few just, months disappeared off the face of the earth came back he was like send it to me out of nowhere listen to it i'm like yo and that's when i was like okay i know what to write about yeah you know what i mean and yeah so it just came together um, that's yeah. cool that's good another that's one i mean if y'all if y'all want to check it out on youtube it's called this one. Oh yeah yeah uh, that's a banger i right think there. i to me this is one of my favorite songs to perform um just because of the energy it has just because of the message that it has and you know just the vibe that it brings to people when i do perform it you know yeah. what i mean it makes people like like yo this is the shit you know what i mean um but yeah that that's a personal song as well you know i say some personal things in there um but it, i try to make it you know like i try to make it a like a vibey song yeah yeah you, you try to, I mean? you, because that's that's a per- i love i love to have fun i love to party that's that's my thing you know what i mean so i always try to put my personality in a song and put my personality out there, yeah. you know, as much as I can, you know what I mean? So I'm not always that killer dude, you know what I mean? I like to have fun. I laugh. I smile. You know what I mean? I'm I'm cool. I'm, I'm nice. Yeah, not everybody's a stiff. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I <laughs> Don't make, think all you know rappers I mean? are just stiff and shit, yeah. You know, and you just got to, you know, like I said, you just got to put your twist on it. Yeah. And that's it. Make it your own. All right. Um, all right. As we draw closer to uh, the end of this episode... Um, what's one piece of advice um, that you can give somebody who's, you know, who's starting out in music? Like, what's one what's one piece of advice you would give them? Like, if you would give yourself mm. when you started, like, what's what that one piece of advice? Well, like I said, I mean, what I was touching on earlier, um, if you're thinking about it too much, then you're already losing. Then you don't like. Then you should have been doing it. Mm-hmm. Once you just leave that aside of of thinking about it and just actually get into it and do it, you're gonna you're gonna change. You're you're gonna instantly change your mindset and your personality is instantly gonna change because you're gonna be like, I'm taking I'm taking responsibility. I'm taking it in my own hands. Yeah, you know what I mean. So when you want to do something, when you really want to do something, just do it. Just do it. I'm not trying to, you know, sound cliche and you're saying, you know, from the Nike, but I'm just, it's just get into it and fucking do it. I think, I think, and it's funny because it's like, you don't even need, it's it's not even, it doesn't even need to be in that realm of cliche because it's on, mm. it's the God honest truth. Yeah. Just do it. You have to put the leap of faith in it. Yeah. And I think that's the best advice that I think anybody could give somebody starting out in any, yeah. anything in life. Just do it because if you don't do it, then you're you're not gonna you're not gonna know what mm-hmm. could manifest into and, something and the beautiful good. thing is when you fail yeah that's the beauty man and you look like you're listening to me like are you crazy failing is the beautiful yes because once you fail you know what not to do mm-hmm. you know what not to do and what not to say what what route not to go and you finally see the right right path and you go into that yeah you know what i mean and you're gonna need those fails to get you to where you need to be so don't be scared of failing that's the beauty of it you're gonna need that and if when you start and that's if that's the thing that's holding you back then you shouldn't be doing it you shouldn't be thinking about doing it wise words from a wise man um thank you tech um tell everybody uh where they can find you at well you can check check me out um, I smoked a little bit earlier, so I'm a little, you know, spacey. <laughs> but you can check me out on Instagram at Killatech E O T R. Catch me on uh, my Facebook. You can catch me on Spotify at Killatech. Everything Killatech. YouTube, um, iTunes, wherever you, wherever you can find music. Search up Killatech. Go on Siri. Say Killatech. It's gonna pop up. Hey Google. It's gonna come up. Killatech, man. Just, just search it. it. Just search just me up, man. Killatech. Just put that in there. I got a, a couple video, couple videos I put out um, in December. I got a new video coming out. I'm not sure when I'm gonna put it out yet. Like I said, timing right now is not an essence to me. Yeah. Um, it's just more of a, you know, 
it's just what I want to do with it. You know, man. So just look me up, man. And look me up and look up the crew, EOTR Network. Yeah, shout NIG, out, man. Shout out. You know, follow all my people, man. If you already know them, you know what the fuck's up. <laughs> if you don't, then you uh, sleeping. You know what I mean? Come He's on, sleeping. get on it, bro. You, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, Mike, I appreciate it, you know. Of course. And no, thank I'm you always going to support. I'm always going to come back. This is the first drop off. This is not the last one. Oh, so, no. I will be here about two, three, four more episodes uh, <laughs> with some new shit. Next time I come through, I'm going to come over with some new, some new shit. You're going to hear some new music. That's um, what we want to hear. Some new visuals, and it's going to be hot. You know what I mean? So I just want to let everybody know that I'm here. I ain't dead yet. You know what I mean? Killer Tech's still alive as well. Thank you, Killer Tech. Uh, thank you for coming through. I thank everybody for uh, listening. My name is Michael Real, and this is oh, the Mike. Great One Pod. Oh, um, go back, go back, go back. One <laughs> thing, though, you're asking me all these questions. I just had a question for you that I, I really wanted to get off my mind. What's up? <laughs> um, are you ready to be an uncle? Hold up. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Oh, everybody. Oh, what? It's official, y'all. Oh, my God. Little killer's on the way. Damn, everybody. That's crazy. So, uh. If you didn't think this podcast was spicy enough, there you go. A little habanero. Oh, my God. I don't, hold on. I don't know if you guys can see it. If y'all can see that. Y'all can see it in, on, on each angle. Oh, man. Showed up in your camera. See that it. is so... Oh, man. I'm. You know ooh, my heart is little racing. Little killer. Uh, and this is the first time I'm announcing it to everybody. Oh, so man. So the whole world, you get to know right here, right now, in the Create One Podcast. With your boy, Mike Real and Killer Tech. That's how we do oh, it. Oh, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, my name is Michael Real. Uh, thank you, Killer Tech, for being on. Uh, this is the Create One Podcast. See you next time. Bounce at a nose shit Breaking all the rules Chronic blues Killing the accordions We don't follow these ordinances Coordinated with a smoke and spliffs Infatuated by these haters Feel my flows But it's trying to escape the world Like I'm showing you and me both Heaven behold To keep it real Which you was told Mining the underground Fuck around Be finding some gold Maybe I'm wrong But the world don't seem right anymore Keep pushing on Ever since big girls put it on This hip-hop needle Got me deeper Feeling my arm And evidence told me Whether or not it's always gonna storm That's why I'm always chilling in the cut Like Neil Spore My world is born And I'm strong to the Mala Jedi, but then again to get away, I just roll up to get high. My word is born and I'm strong to the Mala Jedi, but then again to get away, I just roll up to get high.